Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com 954-589-2204 Welcome aboard, this is Zaslow Show 2.0 Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0, it is a Friday the 1st of December. Good to have you aboard. Part of the Believe Podcast Network and presented as always by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, And of course, we did it, everybody. We made it. We got to Friday. We're here. We got a weekend that's upon us. The weather is very nice. Not as cold as it was earlier in the week, but that's okay. We still have the nice weather out. We got a fun show planned today. We had week 13. Week 13? Yeah, week week 12? Week 12 of the NFL season, right? No, week 13. Yeah, I'm sorry. Week 13 of the NFL season. I'm sorry. Got going last night. Seahawks and Cowboys, really good game. Also, I mean, come on, everybody. You can see I'm in a great mood. Because we had the double dip last night. That's right. The Heat and the Panthers. I, 
I don't even have to say the elusive double dip because it's not elusive. It happens a lot. I mean, our basketball team, our favorite little basketball team, our favorite little hockey team, they're both very good. And of course, with all the action going on right now, yes, it is the holiday season, but man, all of our favorite pro sports leagues are in full stride and Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. Up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, predictions, Bet Online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports and not just the big 4. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played from MMA to international soccer. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. So, Thursday night football last night. Let's start a little bit with that, all right? You had the uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys win by six last night, and they improved to nine and three. The, the game was fun. Cowboys win 41-35. Seahawks cover, which was never really in doubt. The, the, the Seahawks were a nine and a half point dog. Yes, the Cowboys at one point were up 17 to seven, but the Seahawks would take the lead in the fourth quarter. They led 35-27, the Cowboys, though, uh, a dominant fourth quarter, pretty much. Dak Prescott, 29 for 41, 299 yards, three touchdowns. Dak Prescott's making his case for MVP. He's having a monster season, a monster statistical season. I mean, you look at what his numbers are on the year, and, and I, I already told you, and, and certainly the, the betting favorite is Jalen Hurts right now, and we'll get to that in a second. But when you compare their numbers side by side, Dak is having a monster season. Dak's having his be- probably his best statistical season. I mean, he's completing over 70% of his passes, which is a career high. Right now, he's over 3,200 yards with five games remaining. So I don't know what the average you know is there, but it's going to be probably his second most passing yards in a season. Back in 2019, he had 4,900 yards. I don't think he's going to surpass that, even though that was a 16-game season. And right now, 26 touchdowns to 6 interceptions. Remember, he led the league last year with 15 interceptions, only 6 right now. So he's curtailed that and a plus-20 touchdown-interception ratio. His best year in that case was 21, which was 37 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. That's great. But you look at the Cowboys, they're now 9-3. and three. Depending on what happens next weekend when you have Philadelphia at Dallas, which, by the way, could be for first place in the NFC East, okay? Depending on what happens there, we could be talking about Dak Prescott as the frontrunner for MVP. So, and I say that game could be for first place. You look right now, Philadelphia. Philadelphia has San Francisco this weekend. Which, by the way, San Francisco is a three-point, three-and-a-half-point, three-point road favorite in Philadelphia. If Philadelphia loses that game, they're separated by one game going into Philadelphia-Dallas week 14. Philadelphia, at that point, will be three, you know, they'll, they'll be a game up on Dallas and 3-0 and oh in the division. Dallas will be 3-1 and one in the division. So if Dallas were to win that game and Philadelphia loses this weekend ahead of that, they would be tied at 10-3, and three, tied 1-1 season series. 
division record, both uh, the, the, the Eagles would be 3-1. and one. The Cowboys would jump to 4-1. and one. So, at least for the time being, the Cowboys would own the overall tiebreak. So, last night was a really big win for the Cowboys. And Philadelphia-San Francisco, which is the best game this weekend, is a monster game in that regard. But the overall point is, Dak Prescott, we, right now it's Jalen Hurts. Dak Prescott is making his case for league MVP. Thanks anyone who tuned in last night, ESPN Radio. I co-hosted with my girl Amber Wilson. Really great show, really great time. As always, love doing the show with her. So if you didn't hear the show, you can, excuse me, I I, I tweeted, I, I put on my Instagram and Facebook stories as well, a link to last night's show. So that's really easy. You can go back and listen to that. You can have some fun. You can have a few laughs with us. I'd appreciate that. I think she would appreciate it too. I don't know when I'm up with her again. It was kind of a last minute thing. I only found out on Wednesday. Uh, so, you know, I always, sometimes I find out the day of, hey, can, can you can you hang out with Amber? I'm like, of course I can hang out with Amber. So anyway, I'll let you guys know the next time. And, and I'm back on, on game day at the end of the month, uh, working Christmas Eve. I mean, listen, I'm Jewish. I got to help out, you know? So I'm working on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And the next time I'm with Amber, I'll certainly let you guys know. But last night, Thursday night football, really fun game. A little bit ugly at times. You had so many penalties. But nonetheless, Dallas, they improved to 9-3. and three, And they, they got a shot at... Probably the the sec. I mean, they got a shot at one of the tops at the top spot. Still, I just laid it out to you. Even though if San Francisco beats Philadelphia this weekend, they then move to nine and three, and they become a contender again for the top overall spot. So that's what happened last night with Thursday night football. Major, major college football weekend with all the championship games. We'll do a little bit of that actually. You know, I don't do a ton of college football on Zaslow Show 2.0. We got to get to a little bit of it today, all right? Did a little bit of it last night on Amber and Ian. So I'll, I'll do some of that coming up. But first, let's start with the local stuff. We had a great night last night. So you know how this is, I'll, I'll let you behind the scenes for a second. This is how my setup winds up going on a night like last night. I'm going to start, you know, we do our production meeting like 45 minutes, an hour before. And, and a little before the show starts, you know, I say to the folks there in Bristol, I'm like, all right, so I'm going to try and avoid the Panthers score tonight because I would like to watch the Panther game in full in its entirety. Uh, I'd like to not know what's happening there and watch it after we get done with the show at 10 p.m. So I say, I'm like, who's who's anchoring Sports Center? Who's doing the Sports Center updates for our show? Because I don't want to have the Panther game spoiled. And, and I, I'm sorry that I don't know the names of all the Sports Center anchors yet. And. And like, nah, nah, you don't have to worry about it. Because they don't always do hockey updates. Unless something big happens. You know, unless somebody sleeps with Connor Bedard's mother. So, they don't always do hockey updates. Like, nah, nah, you're good. We won't spoil it for you and you're not going to have it spoiled. I'm like, nice. All right. And, oh, Zazla, why don't you do that for the Heat? Well, here's the thing. There's no scenario where I can do a national sports talk show and not know what's happening during the Heat game. Like, the Heat game is on... I'm not going to be able to avoid it. It's going to be in the Sports Center updates. Uh, Amber's Amber follows along. Huge Heat fan. It just it doesn't make sense to not be able to to to, ha- to try and avoid the Heat game while I'm hosting a national sports radio show. Doesn't make sense. Not possible. So I have the Heat game on my iPad. 
I got Thursday Night Football on the TV here in the Zaslow Mansion studios, which is, of course, the Zaslow Mansion master bedroom, a few feet away from where the magic happens. Everybody knows that. So I get done with the show, and then I was able to watch uninterrupted. I mean, look, I had a pretty good pulse of what was going on with the Heat game, but then I'm able to watch, like, uninterrupted the last, like, four or five minutes of the Heat game, which, what a great fourth quarter. They probably saw in the Zoom, I was reacting while we were on the air to what was happening in that fourth quarter of the Heat game. What a great, great final 12 minutes from your favorite little basketball team. And then got done with that, and we go downstairs, we put the Panther game on. So I was able to watch the Panther game uninterrupted start to finish. And I love, it's so much easier to watch the Panthers on delay than the Heat because, man, it's so easy just to fast forward through the commercials. I could bang out a Panther game in 70 minutes real time. So easy. With the Heat, it's a little bit harder. There's so many more whistles, so many more stoppages. It's so easy to watch the Panthers on delay. But anyway, let's start with the Heat from last night. And obviously the story. I mean, so everybody's available except Tyler Hero. Jimmy's back in the lineup. Bam's in the lineup. Haywood Highsmith's back in the lineup. And they're playing an Indiana team who comes into last night at 9. I think they came in at 9-7, and 9-7 or 9-8. and And that team's fun. They're the highest scoring team in the league to score a ton of points. Like I said yesterday, Tyrese Halliburton, he's not a top point guard. He's a top player in this league. He's, he's approaching top 10 player in the entire league. Career high 44 points last night. <laughs> he's terrific. And that Pacer team is fun. And the Heat are having a hard time keeping up with them. Hard times, daddy. The Heat are having a hard time keeping up with them. Pacer score, I think it was 73 in the first half, and it's like, but the Heat are keeping up with them. Hell, the Heat scored a ton of points the game right before that, all right? Uh, So, the Heat are keeping up. They fall behind by 10 in the third quarter, and Jimmy Butler then goes crazy in the third. He's having a monster game. They go into the fourth down by five, I think we were, and so Jimmy's sitting at the start of the fourth quarter like he normally does. Bam's already out. Bam aggravated the hip injury. He actually wanted to return at the start of the third quarter. And Coach Spolster told him, look, you're laboring. I'm I'm making the call. I'm not putting you out there. Like, rest up. Get ready for this same Indiana team coming up this weekend. Which, by the way, he'd play the Pacers again at Kaseya Center tomorrow night. Will that be in big game or not a big game? I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it for you all. But it is Friday, so we got big game or not a big game coming up. And I'll also tell you. Big movie or not a big movie. Yeah, that's right. Haven't done it in a few weeks. So we'll get back to big movie or not a big movie this week today as well. But the Heat get into the fourth quarter. And here's where we got to talk about Jaime Hawkins Jr., your new favorite player. And so with Jimmy Butler out, we already saw like the game the other day with Milwaukee. The rookie's got the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter. Crunch time, tight game, going up against Giannis. Now, I don't, he didn't necessarily score in those instances, but the confidence that he has in himself, the confidence the team has in him, this has become the story of the early part of the season. Where, man, if you were to go back in time and Joe Cronin, the Blazer GM, wasn't a cockroach, you, you probably give up Jaime Jaquez Jr. for Damian Lillard. And you know what? You probably still do it right now. But I don't think there are any Heat fans out there wishing that we did that. 
I don't think there are any Heat fans out there saying, man, I, I still would have been okay with giving up Jaime Jaquez Jr. for somebody. Right now, Jaime Jaquez Jr., the Heat, the Heat snapped the three-game losing streak. They're 11-8 and eight, through almost a quarter of the season. Jaime Jaquez Jr. looks like a building block for this team moving forward. We know Bam is a building block. The Heat will tell you Tyler Hero is a building block. Jimmy's not a building block. He's up there in age. Jaime Jaquez Jr. looks through just a quarter of his rookie season like a building block for this Heat team. And last night, another example, as Jaime Jaquez Jr., he was ball in his hand, step back fadeaways from 15, cut to the basket, layups. What a performance. 14 of his 22 points coming in the fourth quarter last night, and a handful of it with Jimmy Butler on the bench, including the Heat taking their very first lead of the game two minutes into the fourth quarter. Richardson. So the cutting Hawkes Jr., and Miami goes in front, 104-103. to Timeout patience. So the Heat take the lead there. Great pass by Josh Richardson. Richardson, by the way, I I called him unplayable after his first few games this year. He has been awesome. I'm so happy for Josh Richardson because I loved the signing. I love the signings. I love nostalgia. I'm such a sucker for nostalgia in sports. And, and like I said, I think the addition of Josh Richardson, Josh Richardson's better than Gabe Vincent. He is. And now Gabe Vincent's been hurt, but before he got hurt, go ask Laker fans what they think of Gabe Vincent. And it's that usual, hmm, not as good as he was when he was with the Miami Heat, huh? Uh, Josh Richardson is an improvement on Gabe Vincent. And Jaime Jaquez Jr., look, you got Duncan Robinson, who's back to supplying the three-point shooting. Obviously, you're going to get Tyler Hero back. Jaime Jaquez Jr. is better than Max Struess. They're going to be better off in the postseason. This team is deeper. Jaime Hawkins Jr., 24 points last night. Five rebounds, 8-13 from the floor. How about 7-7 seven seven from the free throw line? How about a rookie coming off the bench? 7-7 seven for seven from the free throw line. And then you had the most exciting stretch. The Heat went on a big run in the fourth quarter after taking their very first lead of the game. And Duncan Robinson putting the Heat up by double figures. Rebound, Richardson. Robinson for three. Yes. Duncan. Oh, hell yeah. Duncan Robinson in transition. Kaseya Center, they're going crazy. The DJ's got his finger on playing Pepas at the next timeout. Everybody's very excited. And then on the very next possession, Josh Richardson finds Jaime Jaquez Jr. flying to the rim. A taste of their own medicine. He with the pitch ahead. Heat really advancing the ball with the outlet. Hawkins! Oh, he almost pulled the roof down. What a terrific performance. The crowd was into it. A great game as the Heat win 142-132. Second most points the Heat have ever scored in regulation. Now, 
That's a product of two things. Number one, the Heat are playing very good basketball, even though they just came off a losing streak. But number two, the Pacers don't defend. They play very fast, very high-octane team. So that's obviously a major part of it. But the Heat win last night, 142-132. They improved to 11-8. and And Jaime Jaquez Jr., the story. He's the talk of, when everyone talks about rookies now. Like, I played the clip yesterday from J.J. Redick where he said, hey, after... You know, uh, Chet Holmgren, Victor Wembanyama, Jaime Jaquez Jr. Everyone, when they talk about rookies, is talking about Jaime Jaquez Jr. A steal Jaquez Jr. has been. Look at the look at the last few games here. Of I, I think it's the last six games of Jaime Jaquez Jr. Look, for the season, he's averaging 12 points per game, four re- <coughs> excuse me, 12 points per game, four rebounds, three assists. He's shooting 53% overall. For a wing player? Are you kidding me? And these last six games for Jaime Jaquez Jr., double figures in all of them. All right, how about this? At Chicago, 19 points. At uh, Cleveland, 22 points, eight rebounds. At New York, 15 points, five rebounds, four assists. At Brooklyn, 18 points, five rebounds, four assists. Milwaukee, 14 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists. Indiana, season high, 24 points, 5 rebounds, 7 of 7 from the free throw line. He is a stud. The Heat got themselves a good one. They got themselves a real one right here. This is a building block type of player that the Heat have. Very, very exciting what's going on with Jaime Jaquez Jr. And so... I put out a Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question today. We love when I do the poll questions. And here's what I got. Go to at Zaslow Show on Twitter. Make sure you go vote. I'll give you an updated look at what it is right now. But today's Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question. All right. Is Jaime Jaquez Jr. going to be a star? That's the question. It's not tough. And you got three answers. Is Jaime Jaquez Jr going to be a star. And here's what we got. The answers are, yes, he already is, or slow your roll. Three choices. Yes, he's a star. He already, he's going to be a star. He already is a star, or slow your roll. Those are the three choices. And right now, the leader, at 53% of the vote, yes, he is going to be a star. At 25%, he already is. And 22%, Slow your roll. Understandable. Only 19 games into the season. But is Jaime Jaquez Jr. going to be a star? 53% of you guys vote yes. He is going to be a star. I think you guys are very smart. Very exciting. And and I told you guys, one of the, I believe, disappointments in not acquiring Damian Lillard is the status quo, right? Is... All right, we know the Heat are going to get there in the postseason. We know they're going to be there. We know that they are going to be a pain in the ass for anyone, and they could beat anyone. But what about October through April? What are we doing for those six months? What's going to grab our attention? Can't do in-season tournament for six months. And if they acquire Damian Lillard, that gives the regular season a ton of juice. And I think part of the disappointment in not acquiring Damian Lillard was what is there interesting about this team in the regular season while we wait for the postseason? 
I enjoy the journey, but not everyone does. You got to have something spruce up the journey before you get to the destination. And Jaime Jaquez Jr. right now is the star of the journey. He has upped the interest in this Heat team on a nightly basis because you want to watch this kid grow. And for that matter, what Josh Richardson is doing and Duncan Robinson's resurgence. We got a few things that are new to this team this year that has grabbed your attention. And that's important in an 82-game season. So, look, we know what Jimmy is. Bam's going to be just fine. And they're going to get Tyler back. What do they wind up doing with Tyler? I don't know. I. The reality is Tyler should come off the bench. Now, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow for him. But the reality is he should be with the second unit. Not because those are like the guys he should be with, but because the starting group... Having Tyler man that second unit, I think, puts the Heat in the best position to succeed moving forward. That's a situation for Coach Spolster to deal with. But Jaime Jaquez Jr., that's the story right now. Stud. Total stud. Officially. I'm on the record now. Sometimes you got to go on the record. I'm on the record. Building block for the future. Jaime Jaquez Jr. Yep. That's right. So the Heat get that dub. Now, can we get the double dip? Now, this is all happening at the same time. Like, the Panther game ended a little bit before that, but not for me. So I'm now sitting down. I'm going to watch the Panthers. It's like 10.30 at night, 10.45. Let's put the Panthers on, you know? I'm in the Zaslow Mansion family room, sitting on the couch in my underwear. I got a Johnny Cuba in my hand. That's right. Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you haven't tried a Johnny Cuba yet, you're so stupid. But you have time to turn that around. We're talking the most delicious beer. A European roots, a Caribbean soul. It's a refreshing German lager in a can. I love when you guys tell me or you send me a picture. Zaslo, I'm trying Johnny Cuba for the first time. It's so good. Muy delicioso. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's delicioso. That's why it's the official beer of Zaslo Show 2.0. Go pick up a six-pack of Johnny at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas, Always drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So the Heat next up, Indiana again, tomorrow night at home. Might be in big game or not a big game, no spoilers. The Panthers looking to go two out of three on this little Canadian road trip. They won the first game in Ottawa, 5-0, took that ass and beat them up. Then the second game, Weird finish in Toronto, lost 2-1 in a shootout. Okay, so if they can win in Montreal and you get five out of a possible six points, excellent job. Well, it's zero, it's scoreless after the first. It's a good game. And then in the second period, the Panthers, they get a rush, and the captain put the Panthers on the board. New hook has it stolen away. Barkov moves with Reinhardt, two on one. Alexander Barkov shoots, he scores! Barkov snaps it home. Beautiful. Sometimes you gotta be selfish. It's Barkov's, it's it's his biggest weakness, is that he's too unselfish sometimes. He decided to keep it, puts it right over the top top left shoulder of the goalie. 1-0, the captain gets the goal. I believe it was his 7th of the season. Then, we go we go into the 3rd period, it's only a 1-0 game. And it's, and it's, it's a good game. Bobrovsky's been very good. 
We get to the third period. Eight seconds in. In. Sam Bennett. Panthers have been great at protecting leads. Bennett breaks in, looking for a chance. Score! Eight seconds into the third. Sam Bennett snaps it home. It's 2-0 Panthers. Well, he's had some chances in this hockey game at Sam Bennett. Winning the battles and that, and again, a costly turnover in the neutral zone. And Bennett with that long strike. Sam Bennett, third goal of the season. Just a, a rifle right past the goalie. All of a sudden, the Panthers are up 2-0 at the very start of the third. The first few minutes of the third period, Panthers poured it on. And Reinhardt turns into the Montreal zone, left it for Rodriguez, who fires and scores! Evan Rodriguez! And the Panthers get a couple of quick ones in the third. It's 3-zip. Nobody deserves more to score than Evan Rodriguez. We know the chances that he's had and the playmaking. Ah, now the floodgates are opening. Carter, uh, excuse me, not Carter Verhage, Evan Rodriguez with his fourth goal of the season makes it 3 nothing. And then, just six minutes into the third period, the Panthers, three goals in the first six minutes of the third. To start the trip on Monday night. Verhage's got a chance and he scores! Another broken play after the Panthers tried a cross-ice pass. It was deflected, but right look at following up. You'll see here in a second, Verhage was in position A to fire it. Yep, there it is. Carter Verhage, 10th goal of the season, 4-0. The Panthers scored three goals in the first six minutes of the third period. They would wind up winning 5-1. Oliver ekman Larson with about 10 seconds left. He scored, I think, his fifth goal of the season it was. And the Panthers... Five out of six points they get on this trip, and now they are back home for a short little, I think it's a three-game homestand that begins tomorrow night against the New York Islanders. That's what I'm talking about. The Panthers improved to 14-7-2. They're a defensive team now, man. Look at this road trip. Uh, like They are playing that defensive style that they played in the postseason. That took them all of last regular season to really, not perfect, but to adjust to. And they're doing it, like Goldie said last night, they're playing postseason hockey in the regular season. It's awesome. They gave up no goals in Ottawa. They technically only gave up one goal in Toronto because the second one was for the shootout. And then they gave up one goal in Montreal. Two goals in this three-game trip in Canada with Anthony Solars in net for the middle game there. Panthers getting great goaltending. The Panther defense is much improved from last year. And you could see on nights like last, and the Panthers' penalty kill, I think they're 26 or last 26. But on nights like last night, they show you they can still light the lamp. Five goals in Ottawa, five goals last night in Montreal. I love this team. I, I love my favorite little hockey team. So, double dip last night. You know it. Heat get the W last night. Panthers get the W last night. And now we go into a big game in the nation's capital this weekend. You know what I'm talking about. First, here's also what I'm talking about. If you're thinking about getting a new car, I send you to the only car dealership I personally endorse here on Zaslow Show 2.0, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, they're providing customers with an exceptional experience, a relaxed indoor car shopping experience, or you can get your car serviced by the most professional staff there at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And you don't have to, you don't have to bring a Subaru to get it serviced. What a, they service all makes and models. So whatever you're driving right now, you're going to be treated like royalty. 
at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And with an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Plus, all new Subarus and most pre-owned vehicles come with a lifetime warranty, so you know you're covered. And right now, at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you can make zero down payment, zero payments for three months, and make zero security deposit. I mean, what are we talking about here? Go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com for full details. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Now, as far as the Dolphins go, we get to big game or not a big game in a second. I know, I know, you, you can't wait. Hold on, hold on, just a little bit more. Hang on, hang tight. Here we go. Like the easy part of the schedule for the Dolphins continues now this weekend, and the the big theme. No mistakes. We know how important it is not just to win the division. They're going to win the division. They have a three-game lead on Buffalo. They should clinch this division with a couple weeks left in the season. The goal has to shift to getting one of the top two spots. And the only way you do that is without slipping up. Especially because the Dolphins already don't own the tiebreak against Kansas City. And who knows what's going to happen in the game against Baltimore, at Baltimore, in Week 17. It's about no mistakes. You know, people want to talk about the Dolphins being a fraud... The Dolphins haven't beaten any of the really good teams. The good teams they played, they played on the road. They've lost those games. The Dolphins, though, all right. You know, you heard yesterday, we had Mark Schlereth on the show yesterday. You're going to lose to good teams. That happens, especially on the road. But what what has not happened with the Miami Dolphins is getting tripped up by the lesser teams. Every other one of the big teams, Baltimore, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Dallas, they've all gotten tripped up by the bad teams. Dallas got tripped up at Arizona. Philadelphia got tripped up at the New York Jets. Baltimore got tripped up against Pittsburgh. All of these teams, the top teams, maybe they've beaten some top teams, but they've also gotten tripped up by the bad ones. The Dolphins have not gotten tripped up by any of the lesser teams. So, no mistakes. And that continues this weekend at the Commanders. That's what it takes to get that top spot. No mistakes against the lesser teams. And, all right. I've made you wait long enough. I know you're saying, Zazla, I gotta know. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game? Every Friday, you know what we're talking about. There's a ton of action beginning tonight. All right, here we go. Tonight, 8 p.m., ABC, Pack. 12 championship number five Oregon versus number three Washington right now we know if Washington wins they're going to be in the college football playoff if Oregon wins then the madness starts Washington would presumably drop out Oregon would presumably jump in and then things start to get crazy Oregon versus Washington tonight. That's a big game. Yep. It all starts this evening. We're dialed in. Tomorrow, 4 p.m., CBS. Number one, the undefeated national champion Georgia Bulldogs versus 
number eight, Alabama. Now, I'm not one of those out there. I heard them talking about it on the Levitard show. Oh, everyone, for the first time ever, is rooting for Nick Saban. Not me. Not Who's got two thumbs and not rooting for Nick Saban? This guy. No, I'm rooting for Georgia. I'm absolutely not rooting for Alabama. But if you're rooting for chaos, you want Alabama. Nick Saban's already out there campaigning yesterday on the Pat McAfee show that the SEC should be represented in the college football playoff. And of course, what he's talking about there is if Alabama wins. If Georgia wins, of course they're representing the SEC. But if Alabama wins, do they jump into the top four? I believe they do. That's where the chaos comes. And if Alabama wins... Is it possible that both Alabama and Georgia are in the college football playoff? That's when things get wild. I like wild. I like chaos. But I'm not, I don't like it enough to root for Nick Saban. Nonetheless, Georgia, Alabama, SEC championship. That's a big game. Yes. Saturday, 6 p.m. Bally Sports, Florida. The New York Islanders at your favorite little hockey team, the Florida Panthers. They're back home to start a homestand. The Panthers, second in the Atlantic Division at 14-7-2. The New York Islanders, they're fourth in the Metro. They're 9-7-6. Tough start to the season so far for the Islanders. There will be no mercy shown on the New York Islanders because fuck them. Panthers hosting the Islanders. That's a big game. You know it. Saturday, 8 p.m., Bally Sports Sun, Indiana Pacers at your favorite little basketball team, the Miami Heat. The Heat looking for back-to-back wins, both at home against the Indiana Pacers. Will Bam Adebayo be back in the lineup? Can the Heat keep up the pace with the Pacers again two games in a row after scoring 142 last night? Pacers at Heat. That's a big game. Now, I'm not going to either of those games because tomorrow night, Saturday night, 8 p.m., unbranded brewery in Hialeah, Coastal Championship Wrestling, CCW, Bash at the Brew 35. That's right. My son and I, we're going. We're going tomorrow night to CCW. I'm going to take him to some indie wrestling. He's never been to an indie wrestling show. Tomorrow night, CCW, Bash at the Brew 35, unbranded brewery at 8 p.m. My man Raul from Are You Hungry Grill, he's the new chef at unbranded brewery, so you know you're getting the good food. I mean, come on, what are we talking about? Bash at the Brew 35, that's a big game. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. All right, everybody settle down. Let's keep it moving. Saturday, 8 p.m. Now, I'll be keeping an eye on this at Unbranded Brewery while we're watching Bash of the Brew 35. Fox, Big Ten Championship, number two, Michigan, versus number 16, Iowa. Now, Iowa, if they win the Big Ten, they're not going to jump into the college football playoff. But obviously, Michigan, if they lose, they will drop out of the college football playoff. We do not expect that to happen. As a result, Michigan versus Iowa Big Ten Championship, I'm going not a big game. I think Michigan's going to pound them. How about that? I'm go- I- How about that? Not a big game. Crazy. I, I, I don't know. Saturday, 
8 p.m. A lot going on at 8 A lot going on tomorrow night. ABC, the ACC Championship. Number 14, Louisville versus number four, Florida State. The Seminoles, can they complete the undefeated season, win the ACC title game, and will the committee keep them in the top four despite no Jordan Travis? This is a very messy situation. If FSU loses, committee's got to hope FSU loses. Then it's easy. But if they win, this becomes a messy situation. And you know what? Even though I hate for Florida State, I'm rooting for Messi in this spot. Louisville, Florida State, ACC Championship. That's a big game. And finally, Sunday, 1 p.m., Fox, your Miami Dolphins at the Washington the Commanders. The Commanders are a dumpster fire. They suck. They're going to fire Ron Rivera at the end of the season. They're in last in the NFC East at 4-8. The Dolphins fighting for that top spot overall in the AFC. Can they get one step closer to winning to, or to clinching an AFC East championship for the first time in 15 years? Dolphins at Commanders. That's a big game. You know it. And that right there is another addition. A big game or not a big game. Wow. We got a lot going on here. I mean, come on. What are we talking about? Now, there, there, there are, there's other games that aren't necessarily big games in the NFL, but here's what we need. These are what we need games if you're a Dolphin fan. There are two other NFL games we're keeping an eye on. It's Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football. Chiefs at Packers, Sunday Night Football. We're big Packer fans on Sunday night. Packers are getting six and a half at home. I like the Packers to cover. I think they're a live dog. They've won three of their last four games. And you know I'm not a big believer in the Chiefs this year. But if we're Dolphin fans, and of course we are, we're big big Packer fans this Sunday night. So that's a what-we-need game. Also, what-we-need Monday night football, Bengals at Jaguars. Probably not going to get any help here because for the Bengals, yes, the Bengals are only a game out of the final playoff spot, but let's be serious here. The Jaguars, same record as the Dolphins, and the Dolphins can't help the situation with the Jaguars because they don't play them this year. At least with Baltimore, the Dolphins can handle that on their own. They're going to play them. The Jaguars are 6-2 in conference. That would come into play in a potential tie later in the season with the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 6-2 in the conference. So if the Jaguars were to lose... Monday night at home to the Bengals, not only would the Dolphins pick up an overall game there, but they would pick up a game in the conference as well, as that would be the third loss for Jacksonville. So those two games, those are what we need games that we got to keep an eye on as far as uh, other games outside of the Dolphins and other games that are, you know, not necessarily big games. You know what's always big? Making sure we get sleep. You got to get good sleep. And that's why I tell you guys about Sheets and Giggles. That's right. Sheets and Giggles, when they debuted on Zaslow Show 2.0 about seven or eight months ago, that's when you knew things were headed in the right direction for the program. Sheets and Giggles, you've seen them on the Dan Levitard Show with Stu Gotts. You see them on the Greg Cody Show podcast featuring Greg Cody. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he did it. He found a way for all of us to get the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets 
while also making sure that the eucalyptus trees are taken care of, while making sure that the environment is being taken care of. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. They have eucalyptus mattresses at SheetsGiggles.com. I got the blanket. I got the bed sheets. I got the comforter. I get the best sleep I've ever had. And best of all, we don't have to worry about now where we're getting our sheets. The Zaslow family, and you're going to as well, are one of over 100,000 people who sleep on sheets and giggles, and we're never turning back. And when you go to sheetsgiggles.com, use promo code Zaslow, you'll get 20% off at checkout off your first order. And then you keep shopping at sheetsgiggles.com. They constantly have sales and promotions all across the site. Sheetsgiggles.com, use promo code Zaslow. Again, sheetsgiggles.com, promo code Zaslow. And now, you guys are probably saying to yourself, Zaz, there's lots of games. I mean, you told me. You even told me what the big games and the not big games are. But I got to spend a little bit of time with my family this weekend. Is it a big movie or is it not a big movie? Okay, I got you covered there. We haven't done it in a few weeks. Big movie or not a big movie. Big movie or not a big movie. I got three free ass here. Let's start out with a movie called Wish. Wish is in theaters right now. It came out last week. It's rated PG. It's got thematic elements, mild action. It's a Disney animated film. It stars Chris Pine, Ariana DeBose, Alan Tudyk, Angelique Cabral. Okay, here's what it's about. Walt Disney Animation Studios' Wish is an all-new musical comedy welcoming audiences to the kingdom of Rosas, where Asha, a sharp-witted idealist, makes a wish so powerful that is answered a cosmic force, a little ball of boundless energy called Star. Together, Asha and Star confront the most formidable foe, the ruler of Rosas, King Magnifica, to save her community and prove that when one courageous human connects with the magic of the stars, wondrous things can happen. Wish, Rotten Tomatoes, media score, 50%. Not good. Average. Rotten Tomatoes, audience score, 81%. But not a big movie for a wish. I'm not feeling it. You know I love the animated films. I- I'm just not feeling it. I'm sorry. Next up, this movie is called Napoleon. It's rated R. It's got sexual content, brief language. It's got some grisly images, strong violence. It's a, bu- it's a history slash drama. Ridley Scott's the director. Come on. Came out in theaters last week. It stars Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby. Here's what it's about. Napoleon is a spectacle-filled action epic that details the checkered rise and fall of the iconic French emperor Napoleon Bonaparte, played by Oscar winner Joaquin Phoenix. Against a stunning backdrop, large-scale filmmaking, Orchestrated by legendary director Ridley Scott, the film captures Bonaparte's relentless journey to power through the prism of his addictive, volatile relationship with one of his true, with his one true love, Josephine, showcasing his visionary military and political tactics against some of the most dynamic practical battle sequences ever filmed. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 59%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score. 58%, so barely above average. I'm going big movie. 
I think the preview looks cool. Joaquin Phoenix, a great actor. I, I'm going with big movie for Napoleon. I got one more for you here. This movie is called Silent Night. It's rated R. It's got drug use. It's got some strong, bloody violence. It's got some language. It's a holiday action movie directed by John Woo, one of the all-time great action directors. It stars Joel Kinnaman. I like him. Here's what it's about. A gritty revenge tale of a tormented father who witnesses his young son die when caught in a gang's crossfire on Christmas Eve. While recovering from a wound that costs him his voice, he makes vengeance his life's mission and embarks on a punishing training regimen in order to avenge his son's death. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 63%. No audience score yet. I think this movie looks fun. It obviously sounds a lot like The Punisher. Who doesn't like The Punisher? I like Joel Kinnaman. Silent Night, I'm going big movie. And that right there is another edition of Big Movie or Not a Big Movie. All right, how about that? I'll tell you what else. I told you guys I'm going to CCW tomorrow night, Coastal Championship Wrestling. Obviously, WWE super hot right now. AEW this month in Orlando, going to that as well. And also, can't wait to check out locally another indie promotion, BRCW, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. One of the founders, the promoter, Matthew Mashler, signature real estate finder, Matthew H. Mashler, your trusted real estate broker. If you're looking for your dream home right now in any part of South Florida, look no further than Matthew H. Mashler, your trusted real estate broker. You see him at the big WWE shows? He's in the front row. He's got the beard. He's got the, the, the hair and the ponytail. He's all suited and booted. You see him right there in the front. One of our sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. And of course, it's still real to me over the weekend. But if you're looking for a new home, or maybe you're looking to sell your current home, your trusted real estate broker, Matthew H. Mashler, signature real estate finder. Maybe you're already in the business. You ready to take your career to the next level? Well, join the signature team. The signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders ranked number one in Boca Raton, one of the tops in all of Florida, and with offices all through the state, including Delray, Coral Springs, Miami, Naples, Palm Beach, Orlando, the signature team is where you want to be. So if you're buying, if you want to buy your dream home, Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. If you want to sell your current property, Matthew H. Mashler, realestatefinder.com, or maybe you're just looking to join the best in the business. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal is how we will close the week here on Zaslow Show 2.0. And how about this? This is strange. So yesterday, I've never seen the show. I've only seen clips. FS1, I mean, the only reason I watch FS1 is I watch Joy Taylor on Speak. She's the star of the entire network. But in the mornings, Craig Carton. Is it called The Carton Show? I forget what it's called. But Craig Carton. Here's Craig Carton. He's got Willie Colon, who I like, and Greg Jennings, and David Jacoby are on the set with him. And Craig Carton, he's not down with Dak Prescott becoming a father in the middle of the season. This is a terrible distraction now for Dak Prescott. How? Uh, He's not married, right? So now I got to question, is she a gold digger? No. She might not be. I got to question it, right? Uh, Number three, you got everything going great. 
The last thing you need now is the distraction. Shoot or shoot. What are you going to do? I'm having a baby in March. I hope they have a beautiful, healthy child. And he's winning, by the way. I hope it all works out. It will. But this is not what Cowboys fans want to hear. So, all right, I think we got to admit that that commentary is a little bit strange. All right, so I'm I'm going not a big deal. I wonder what the other guys on the set were thinking. I, I mean, give me a break. Like, he's distracted because his uh, significant other's about to have a baby. Can't focus on the Eagles. Nah, come on. Give me a break. Big deal or not a big deal. Tristan Jerry, he's the goaltender for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And for the first time in Penguins history, this happened. And they've been battling. They battle back in the game. They're battling for these loose pucks. Jari, he's going for the empty net. Bouncing towards the goal. He scores! You have witnessed history. Tristan Jari becomes the first goaltender in Pittsburgh Penguins history to actually score a goal. That's a big deal. I love a goalie score. First time ever in Penguins history. It's very rare. It'll probably be the only one of the season. Tristan Jerry, first Penguins goalie to score a goal. That's a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, Fightful.com reports they're one of the best pro wrestling, uh, you know, dirt sheets, if you will. And they're reporting that there are discussions and optimism about a potential CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin program. That's a big deal. It makes me a little bit nervous because... I love our lasting image of Stone Cold. He came out of retirement almost two years ago at WrestleMania 38 and fought Kevin Owens in the main event of night one, and it was awesome. Well, this is now two years later. Can Stone Cold still perform at a high enough level? It makes me nervous, but just the idea of Punk versus Stone Cold, yeah, that's a big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes! You could also hear uh, bootleg versions of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal on Amber and Ian on most nights on ESPN Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Like last night when I filled in and did the show with Amber Wilson. We, we do Big Deal or Not a Big Deal there as well. All right. Anyway, I appreciate everybody listening this week. Another week of great shows. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Thanks to everybody who hung out with us, of course. Uh, everyone behind the scenes who puts together the show. You do such a great job. I can't do it without your hard work. Uh, I love you long time. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.